follow. Charlie, Charlie one, this is Granite Zero. Welcome back to another instalment of the Granite Zero podcast with me, your host, Tomo. It's good to be back. Good to be back. A good week. Not a great week, sure. Uh, nothing's really jumped out at me and tickled me nuts to talk about. Um, I was going to go on a giant rant today about what's happened during the week. And those of you that are close to me understand uh, what's happened this week and I've decided I will talk about it a little bit but I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't really want to give it the time of day because you know it's negative and I just want to say if you don't like me that's fine you don't have to like me if you don't like the podcast it's fine you don't have to like the podcast if you don't like the things I talk about, hey, guess what? It's fine. You don't have to like it. You don't have to follow me on Twitter. You don't have to follow me on Instagram. You don't have to subscribe to the podcast. So, hey, you don't have to listen. It's your choice to get annoyed by what I'm saying. It's your choice to get annoyed by the points that I bring up. But what goes on in someone's head is what goes on in their head. You know, last time I checked, the only person that's seen me at my lowest and seen me in a in a ball in the kitchen floor was my eldest daughter. Do you realise how much that's going to affect her when she grows up? Seeing her dad like that. That's why I'm trying to better myself by talking about the issues that I have. You don't know about the issues that I had uh, growing up, things I've seen, things I've done. So don't judge me. And being judged is the reason why people aren't talking, because they're afraid of it. It's, It's plain and simple as that. They're afraid to be judged. I'm not anymore. I know where I've come from. I know what I've done. And I was petrified of being a laughing stock. I've said it before, I think. But at the end of the day, I'm doing me for me. I'm doing what is right for me. I'm not saying that I'm some sort of super soldier that went out and was fucking kicking down doors and fucking taking names. No. I'm aware of what I've done. And I'm aware that it's a bit embarrassing to be suffering like I'm like I'm doing. But guess what? I am. And being curled up in a ball on the floor in the kitchen and your daughter comforting you is not exactly normal behaviour. It's not. And it's scary. Which is why I've started to surround myself with positive, like-minded people. You know? Because this show isn't just about me. No, no. It's not. It's 
an outlet for myself, sure, it's a journey, it's a journal, my own journey, my own journal, through my own thoughts and feelings. I talk about other things on the podcast, of course I do, I talk about sports, I talk about current events, because I enjoy talking now, I never used to, I used to bottle up all my emotions, but now I have an outlet, and like I said earlier, if you don't like it, don't listen. I'm not, I'm not forcing it down your face. You know? I know what problems I've got. And I'm trying to spread the word to say that it's okay to sit there and talk about it. Because it is. There are people that will listen to you. There are people that understand and there are people that care. Which is why I've surrounded myself with people like that. The closest people to me... I've heard my problems, seen my problems, and are helping me through it. And understand that I use this as my form of therapy. I went to therapy. I had a therapist. It was... It was different. Because she didn't know me, I was able to open up and not have a guard up. Due to financial circumstances, we couldn't really afford to keep going back, which is a shame. I'm aware there are things on the NHS, but I thought I'd deal with it my own way. And this is my own way of doing it. But this show is bigger than just me. Which is why I've had a number of people hit me up on Twitter in my DMs asking if they can come on the show. Whether it's me interviewing them or just having a conversation. You know, there are people out there that want to spread the word. They want to. Why wouldn't they? Since January, since January, we're only in April, 22 veterans have taken their own life. Let me say that again. Since January, 22 veterans have taken their own life. Maybe they might not have, if they <clears throat> were able to talk about it and not be judged. Maybe. Who knows? They might have still been in that dark place where they took their own life. You know? Um, it's, it, it's, it's terrible. It's scary. It's, you know, it's shocking at the fact that They have got to that point where they're unable to talk. To the point where it is, that's it. It's time for me to finish. Finish. Take my own life. And <clears throat> even even uh, people that have been through even more, you know, like uh, like Lockie, who's wrote the book Broken by War. He's trying to push out his own um, way of dealing with his with his thing. He's, he's getting treatment, which is brilliant, fantastic. He wrote his book, but he's now trying to get his book to the next level so that other people can read it. And you get the um, what I call the blue tick brigade. That at one point they're all like, yeah, 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 help the veterans, help suicide, help depression, help mental health, help this, help that. 
Of course they are. But... As soon as you reach out to them, it, um, it's like ignored. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, it, get, it gets ignored and it's, it's shame. It's, it's a shame, really. Because it's so taboo to talk about and because it's not a visible injury that you have, nobody wants to talk about it. We'll just, we'll just hide it over there. I just want to read this out. It's just a little um, short little poem from Lockie. If you don't speak up, you don't get noticed. If you don't get noticed, you don't get help. If you don't get help, you're left to rot. And if you're left to rot, you die. And that's a strong, strong statement. And it's true. You know, it's true at the end of the day. And... It's heartbreaking, in a way. Of course it is. And it's shocking that 22 people have taken their own life because they're unable to uh, talk about their thoughts and feelings within their head because people laugh at them. It's taboo to talk about it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to spend too long talking about that sort of stuff because like I said surrounding myself with positive people they give me positive energy back positive feedback back I'm not going to let little things get to me anymore I'm just going to ignore it and carry on because I'm enjoying this those that are listening hopefully are enjoying it too I know sometimes it can be quite depressing and things like that, but that's just the nature of the beast. I'm trying to make it a bit more upbeat, a bit more light. But it's just me talking in a shed about issues that are going on in the world, about issues that are going on in my head, and about issues that should be spoke about. You know? I'm not going to sit there and completely shut down and just go, nah, I'm not doing it anymore. Because that's not the reason why I started it. The reason is to get the journey out there, to get the journal out there, to get people to understand that it's okay to talk. And I'm sure I'm fucking repeating myself over and over again. But just to reiterate, if you don't like it, don't listen. Okay? It's not going to stop me from doing them. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the... uh, interaction I have on Twitter and Instagram I'm enjoying the interaction I'm having with the people that are listening so those of you that are listening thank you very much right into some current events and (laughs) well Brexit delayed again no what a fucking shock eh bunch of overpaid overeducated fucktards still can't decide whether it's a good deal or not. At the end of the day, they don't give a fuck. They don't give two shits about this country. Do not give two flying fucks, do they? Really? Fucking politicians, mate. It's 
a fact there's no decent ones, is there? No decent ones. Absolutely shocking. Absolutely fucking shocking. I'm not going to go into too much of a fucking rant on that because I've done it before. And I'll just be repeating myself like I always do. But it's just... It's just sick, in it? We should have left by now. Fucking assholes. I saw in uh, some other news today that didn't a three, uh, like a six-year-old girl get shot in the face by a three-year-old brother in America? Wow. I'll tell you what, right? Guns, guns don't kill people. It's the, it's the person that fucking uses it. And the person that's trained on it. Yeah? If you keep guns, like if we could in this country, I'd probably have one, but I'd have it locked away. In a fucking gun cupboard cabinet. Where my little kids can't go, get reach it. And for sure, right, if you get, don't have it made ready. So that they, all they have to do is pull the trigger and a fucking round comes out. That's disgusting. Get your fucking pistol drills or whatever it is sorted out, mate. That's tragic. Really is tragic. Right, I'm going to just go into a bit of sports because, like I said, nothing's really tickled me nuts in the news. I'm sure there's funny things out there. If I actually went out and did some research and stuff... Well, let's face it, I've been a bit busy. So, sports news. I'm going to start it off with boxing. Lomachenko. All I can say is, wow. Now, he has the footwork of a fucking ballet dancer. He is incredible. And I believe that the fight he lost, he actually should have won. He was a bit robbed in that one. But he is not in this. He's not of this planet. He's actually in the Matrix. He's a freak. He had Anthony Corella in the fucking corner, peppering him with shots. They didn't look like they were hurting. He couldn't get out of the corner. His footwork was that good. He was one twos, one twos, hook, 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 uppercut, couldn't get out of the corner. He must have thrown about fucking 300 punches while he was in the corner. Just peppering him. Shot after shot after shot after shot. Referee stands in, gives him a standing a standing count. I mean, I thought he'd won it there. I, I said to me, pal, I was like, he's won that. That's it, it's over. I didn't realise it went to the next round and then that fucking almighty shot apparently broke his hand on that. Skidoosh! Get down, son. Fuck! Someone that small with that much power, it's like looking at me. <laughs> but Jesus, what a fucking boxer. Anybody wanting to be a fighter, check that guy out. Anyone who want to be a fighter, do not check out the bare knuckle fights. Oh, brutal? Or I know you can get more brain damage by having the big fucking glove on and... Apparently, bare knuckles, you break your hands easier. But do you see those guys' faces? It's like something out of a horror movie. Fuck. But yeah, back to Lomachenko. He's, um, 
he's a, he's not of this world. He's not of this world. And what a sportsman as well. After the fight, he went back into the locker room to check on him to make sure he was all right. I'm telling you now, there's not pro many professional fighters that would have done that. I don't. I, I honestly don't think a lot of fighters would go back in the backstage and uh, and check on their 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 opponent. In more combat news as well, um, some fucking brilliant fights in the UFC, especially the two main events. You know, um, Dustin Poirier versus Max Holloway in the in the uh, main main event. Uh, wow, you know that could have gone. That could have been a draw. It could have been a draw. Um, fucking warriors, mate. Dustin Poirier has literally gone from being knocked out quite brutally to climbing up the ladder and making his way to to now be the interim tramp and now he's going to have to fight Khabib Nurikamenov but what I'm going to say is that is that, that Max Holloway to go up in weight he's normally a 145er and uh He he's a brilliant fighter. He peppers you with shots. He stands toe to toe. You know, and they and they just go at it. He goes at it. And Dustin Poirier is not going to back down either. Brilliant fight. So if you haven't seen him, I'll check him out. And uh, Kelvin Gaslam versus um, Israel Alasanya. I think it's surname. It's hard to pronounce. Um, the, the last style bender. He's like Anderson Silva on 2.0. He's fucking brilliant. And that was a war as well. That was a war. And then in the fifth round, he drops him a number of times and just keeps going at it. And Gaston keeps getting up. Man, the heart on those fighters. Powerful. If you haven't seen... Those two fights, check them out. Fucking barn burners. Absolutely fucking outstanding. Brilliant. You know? Um, and it makes you it makes you enjoy fighting. Seeing such technical, high-class fighters. Brilliant. All right. In the footy, standard. I'm going to talk about the footy. Um, United back to winning ways. Against um, West Ham. I think they were very unlucky against Barcelona, mind. Very unlucky. Um, I think if the crossing was uh, was tightened up and more effective. If um, Dallow had put that in the back of the net at the back post. You know. Barcelona looked very, very human. United played well. Should have done better. We're getting there. We're getting there. And then against West Ham, how open was that game? It was like a fucking cup tie. Um, a few mistakes from the referee, sure. A few mistakes from the referee. Happens. It really does. Um, I think West Ham were unlucky not to get anything out of the game. I think they deserved at least a draw. Um, a bit of a controversial penalty for the first one. Uh, the second one was blatant. Um... Although Martial probably should have got a ball out of his feet and actually got the shot off. Um, but yeah, 
So the top six, especially from three to six, is really heating up. I think United are now fourth, I think. Uh, but it's all fucking to play for there. It's all to play for. Very close, very close. It's going to be a good running. It's going to be a good running. It's going to be brilliant. That's why you love football. For when it's all close like this. I know the top two are close as well, so they're going to be fighting out of it. Makes me very upset that it's Liverpool versus City, but it is what it is. And uh, you just got to you got to appreciate it, how high-level athletes these guys are and how brilliant they are. You know, of course, of course. <laughs> and um, this week, I think it was the 10th, of course it was National Siddling Day, because that's a day now. They just make fucking stuff up as they go along, don't they? National fucking Siddling Day. <laughs> I mean... It's like National Cheese Day tomorrow or something. Today is National Granite Zero Podcast Day. Congratulations, you're all part of it. <laughs> so, I've got to give a shout out to my brother. He put a nice post up on um, Instagram from the Granite Zero Podcast. And we spoke about it last week, about the bond that we have. And it's true, it's true. He's, at, he's been fucking texting me all fucking week to get me to get a uh, pro Evo so we can get a, a good game. Apparently it's free on gold, on uh, Xbox Gold. He's like, come play. I'm busy, mate. Oh, come on, come play. Of course you're going to download it. Come and play. It's busy, though. He's like texting me while I'm at work. I'm at work, pal. Give me a fucking break. And then he's like... Because I, I put a tweet out there uh, whether to um, change the logo of the Granite Zero podcast. If any like artists out there want to fucking give me some gin and uh, fucking draw me up something, he was like, "Why don't you draw it yourself?" Eh? Because I could barely draw a fucking stick man, mate. Let alone fucking a wonderful piece of artwork that I'm going to stick as my logo. Get a flag made. Hey. My five-year-old can draw better than me. Fact. Yes, all her drawings of humans look like giant penises. Don't know where she got that from. But yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> There's no chance of drawing that. I'll give it a go. It'll be a stickman monkey, sure. But <laughs> but yeah, this, he's like, it's nice. Get a text from your brother. And obviously... I've got to give a shout out to my extended family, seeing as uh, a veteran and that. So, these bonds aren't broken. So, my band of brothers, the gunners I served with, all of you, yeah? I'm, I'm lucky, because it's like an extended family. I'm proud of everyone that I've served with. I'm proud of everyone that's still serving. Of course I am. All of you. I'll reiterate that. And I'm lucky because no matter what, you'll all have always have someone there that's that's um like tapping on your shoulder to make sure you're alright. Or sending you a fucking Ah, oh, you've always got that one bloke, haven't you, in your fucking WhatsApp group who if you met now, yeah, you wouldn't be friends. 
But because you met before, you've grown up, like, done lots of things with him. It's like, wow, he's just there, isn't he? He's that guy. We've got that guy in our group. And fuck me, send some filth. You know, you have to, like, monitor your fucking WhatsApp before you open it, just in case it's some fucking porn noises or something. But he never fails to lighten the mood. So, you could be down in the dumps, you could be angry, you could be really, really fucking upset. And all of a sudden, you see this fucking ping, and you're like, ah, oh, let's open it. And then you open it, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck's sake. And you send him a text, you just put, fuck's sake. And then he'll just reply, you laughed. And it's true. He always fucking knows how to fucking lighten the mood. Always. And respect to that. Respect for that. It's fucking, you need it. And he's got the perfect sense of humour for it as well. He's got, like, no filter. Like, if you're going out for a nice meal, you have to go, hey, just fucking rein it in a little bit. Yeah? Or if he's meeting someone fucking in your family, like, hang on a minute. Like, for example, same fucking bloke. Before we um, deployed to Kandahar, we had a, um, a, a platoon fucking night out. And it was fucking fat. It was shirts, ties, blazers, fucking dinner jackets. You know, the lot. You had to look fucking smart. It was a nice fucking hotel, fucking nice meal, everything like that. Next thing we know, this fucking lad is up on the table dancing away. Uh, oh, he wasn't dressed. No, no, no. He was so naked. Everything fucking out. Hairy ass. Fucking big balls. Tiny penis. The lot. All out. Dancing on the tables. And then, uh, obviously, he gets down. He gets told off by the staff. Has to get down. Blah, blah, blah. He walks up to my mum. My mum! And he's like, what do you think of that, Mrs. Tomo? And she just goes, it's a shame, innit? It's a shame. And then just walks off. <laughs> but, yeah, people like him, he has to be part of your life. Because you need people like that. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> It's fucking funny, remembering it. Oh, he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> oh, sorry, it fucking cracks me up even fucking remembering it now. <laughs> oh, it's a shame, isn't it? Oh, so this week, right, um, the missus goes and does her uh, fitness class. And our fitness class is uh, basically like a hit training session. It's called uh, Totally Shredded. Uh, check it out. Check it out. Uh, totally Shredded in Maidstone. And it's a hit class done to drum and bass music. And he fucking MCs a lot. He's fucking quite good. It's not my type of thing. I've done it a couple of times. It's not really my thing. But she loves it. But the girls wanted to go. Jess and Sophia, they wanted to go. So she takes them, which is fine, because obviously uh, body weight stuff is not going to hurt them. They can run around, let off some energy. So they smash the class, right? Smash it to pieces, all three of them. Jess is still sort of ball of energy, fucking loves it. She loves that sort of shit. Of course she does. She goes uh, to Progression Fitness with me from time to time and helps me take the sessions. But Sophia, <laughs> she turns to... Uh, she turns to the missus and goes, Jesus, was she trying to kill us? 
<laughs> she was knackered. And she goes, and there's no food. <laughs> so she thought it was a fucking... She's always like a party because of the music. She thought they were at a giant party. No party food at the end. God, she takes after her dad, that's for sure. Uh, where's the sausage rolls? What sort of party doesn't have sausage rolls? It's not a party fee. It's a, it's a fitness class. Well, it's a fitness class. Why is she trying to kill us? She's got like the perfect little sarcastic sense of humour and she's full of sass, full of it. So is Jess. And I, I then took the girls swimming yesterday and I've got zero patience. Like zero. And I know that Jess can swim because I taught her when we went on holiday in Tenerife. She was fine. And then all of a sudden, a fucking switch has gone. And it's like she's got no confidence in herself. Which is a shame, because she's a fucking brilliant little swimmer. She is. And so we went. And we started off in the baby pool standard. Got Sophia ready. She's not keen on water. So getting her to get her face in the water, going underwater, that sort of thing. Trying to get her used to it, you know. And then I was like, right, we're going into the leisure pool now, the big pool, where you can't touch the floor. You got, you got to be able to swim then. Got to get it, got to get in it. We're Thompsons. We can all swim. We're all good swimmers. You're a swimmer, Jess. You can swim. Most of the time, it lasts about thirty seconds before I'm roaring with anger because she won't get off the side, or she's fucking holding on to me like a spider monkey. But yesterday, it took us a while. She wanted to jump in. took her a while to jump in. But the lifeguard helped us out and was like, can you jump in? So she did. And then it was like, right, swim to me then. Are you going to move? No, I'm not going to move. So she did. We're doing little baby steps. I kept my cool. I kept my patience for the first time ever. And then I thought, well, now it's about time that I started moving back slightly to get her to push herself to that next next point she ended up swimming the whole width and she was beaming with pride and so was i because it's those little victories that they have and it will spur them on to the next to the next to the next to the next and it's so fucking brilliant and lovely and fucking awesome that she's willing to try it her sister's getting there she wouldn't let go of me, standard, but she's getting there, she's getting there. But fuck me, how expensive is it? Nearly 20 quid for the three of us. 20 quid! I remember when it was like a fiver, if that. 20 fucking quid. Outrageous. <laughs> but it's something we need to get well, not get to do more, have to do more, because they need it. I think it's a very important skill to have, is swimming. And having that will help, you know, later on in life. Nothing worse than going on holiday and you're like, you come for a swim? Nah, I can't swim, mate. What? <laughs> Fucking, but yeah, they can be so frustrating. With thing, little things like that. I think it might be me that I push a bit too much. But that's because I know they can do it. And I believe that they can do it. So I push, 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 push. 
push, 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 you know? Maybe I should just do what I did yesterday. Just, like, let them do it. You know, sometimes my patience, my temperament is a downfall for that sort of stuff. Of course it is. This is me. <laughs> this is me. Full of fucking testosterone and anger. Standard. Right. I have to bring it up. And because it's almost at the end of the this latest episode of Granite Zero, of course. But it's finally arrived. And I posted about it on Twitter. And I've been drinking it fucking every day. And it's fucking lovely. It's so good. I've even made myself a little mocha this afternoon. What am I talking about? Fucking veteran owned. Veteran run. 50 caliber coffee. 50 cal coffee. If you don't drink it, you support ISIS. How about that? Boom. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it is fucking lovely. All you got to do, get your little cafetiere, fucking however strong you want it, plunder it down, bosh, good to go. If you're a patriot, you love your veterans, you love veteran causes, fucking get 50 cal coffee. And I'm not doing this for a sponsor, I'm doing it because I fucking love it. Apparently it's fucking coffee week at Aldi, so get yourself some syrups, get your 50 cal coffee, support your veterans, be a patriot, fuck ISIS, boom. Get it down ya. <laughs> anyway. Right. It's almost time for me to uh, hang up the mic. And uh, say goodbye. Well, that's not goodbye. It's uh, more, as they would say in Germany, a Wiedersehen. Till I see you again. Because I'll not give it up on this. Um, like I said at the beginning... If you don't like it, don't listen. I People around me know what my issues are. People around me know my problems. And the closest people to me will support me. And those of you that didn't know, today I was supposed to have a guest on. But unfortunately, he's got to do some sort of work. Because he's a fucking gay. And that's, uh, that's Burroughs. Liam Burroughs. Corporal Burroughs. Who is a TACP. JTAC whatever you want to call him, he's a little alley bastard at the minute, and I talked him out of pvr in about fucking eight years ago, and he's still there now, so you're welcome. But yeah, next fucking guest on will probably be Burroughs. I need to get testing it, and what better way to test it on a little guinea pig like him, a little hobbit man. So we'll get him on there. And uh, we'll get the rest of the um, posh guests, no offence, Burroughs, um, on as soon as I can get it fucking sorted. Because like I said last time, I'm in a shed, not in a fancy studio. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to this week's instalment. I hope that it's beneficial to anybody who watches it. Watches it, listens to it. If it's not, sorry. <laughs> but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to keep getting better and better and better, hopefully. I already feel fucking in a better mindset than I did 
two months ago. You know, um, there's been very limited wobbles. There's been limited everything. I've got a smile on my face. Um, my daughters are seeing it and my wife's seeing it. Everybody's seeing it, that I'm becoming a more happier me. There are little points, little things that get me down, sure. But that's my own fault for reading it. I know what I'm doing and I know what I'm trying to do. And that, again, is to spread the word. And I just want to thank you all for listening. Um, so, yeah, if you need to get a hold of me, at Granite Zero on Twitter, at Granite Zero Pod on uh, Instagram, or if you've got my number, text me. If you need anything, let me know. All right? Um, so, yeah. Thank you again for listening. I've been Tomo. You guys have been great. Cheers. As I say in the regiment, per arduo, yeah? Tomo, out. Charlie, Charlie, what this is Granite Zero.